TED Audio Collective. Hi, listeners. It's me, Dan, and thanks for tuning in to TED Climate. Air pollution is an invisible calamity, one that's actively harmful to people's health, especially children. Grassroots campaigner Rosamund Adukise Debra shares the heart-rending story of her daughter Ella, whose asthma was triggered to a fatal point by unsafe levels of air pollution. In this powerful talk, she argues that breathing clean air is every child's human right, and a right that governments have a duty to protect. Welcome to the Canva guided meditation for stress at work. Impending deadline? Generate Canva presentations in seconds. So fast. Brainstorm got too big? Summarize with AI in a click. Click, 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 click. Writer's block? Release with Canva Magic Write. Magical. Stress less and save time at canva.com. Designed for work. You're growing a business, and you can't afford to slow down. If anything, you could probably use a few more hours in the day. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate, no coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. The stakes to save the Colorado River are high. If there's no water, there's no water for everybody. California and six other states on the river must reach a compromise, but they're divided. The fate of the river may come down to a 28-year-old. This is a historic thing coming. The people and the real human drama behind the historic negotiations. Listen to Imperfect Paradise, the Gen Z water dealmaker, wherever you get podcasts. I'd like to dedicate this talk to my three children, Fee, Mac, and Ella, Roberta. If I stop breathing for two minutes, I will die. It is the simplest thing that all of us do unconsciously about 20,000 times a day, so normal that we forget that breathing is the essence of life. My daughter, Ella Roberta, stopped breathing frequently and was resuscitated numerous times by me at home and in hospital by her doctors until suddenly on the 15th of February, three weeks After her ninth birthday, she took her final breath. Ella was a healthy, clever, sporty, and funny girl. She had a lot of musical ability. At the time of her passing, she already played a dozen instruments. She was exceptionally good at football, cycling, skating, swimming, and dancing. Ella was a great writer. And she was also pretty good at art. At the time of her passing, she had a reading age of 15 years. When she was six, 
the simple act of breathing became the biggest challenge of her life. I rushed Ella to hospital 28 times in 28 months when she suddenly began suffering severe respiratory issues. She was diagnosed with life-threatening asthma at the age of seven. She was admitted into intensive care five times and put in an induced coma to save her life when her lungs gave up on her. It wasn't until after the first coroner's inquest in September 2014 that I learned that her possible trigger of her sudden illness was to do with something in the air. But at that time, we did not know what it was. Ella had one of the worst cases ever of asthma recorded in the United Kingdom, according to the pathologist who carried out her postmortem. We, as a family, we live 25 meters from the South Circular in Southeast London. It is one of the busiest roads in the UK. I later learned that air pollution around our home was persistently far above the levels deemed acceptable by the WHO. On every walk to school, every bike ride, every time Ella went outside, her body was absorbing invisible toxic air spewed out by petrol and diesel vehicles. A second inquest into Ella's death just in December 2020. The coroner, Philip Barlow, he concluded that it was the excessive illegal levels of air pollution not only inducted her asthma, but it was the highest ever on the night she died. As a result of this, Ella is the first person in the world to have air pollution listed as a cause of death on her death certificate. Ella's story is unique, I admit, but her experience is shockingly ordinary. In too many countries around the world, air pollution exceeds what the WHO tells us is acceptable to breathe. Fossil fuels, everyone, they're killing us. Almost one in five premature deaths are linked to air pollution. From combustion engines, coal power plants, wood burning, ammonia, cooking stoves, and other fossil fuels. That is 8.7 million people a year dying from heart attacks, cancer, strokes, dementia, suicide, depression, stillbirths and miscarriages. And that's just the start. Children are the worst affected due to their lungs still developing. Air pollution stunts the development of lungs and brains. Scientists, believe it, are finding soot in mother's placentas, meaning unborn babies are directly exposed to the black carbon produced by motor traffic and fuel burning. Like Ella, 93% of children around the world are breathing unsafe air. The real tragedy of this is we know how to solve this public health crisis. We need to shift from toxic fossil fuels to clean, electrified, public and active transport. The second inquest into Ella's death made it abundantly clear. Ella would still be here, alive today, if air pollution around our home had been within the WHO acceptable limits. Air pollution is an invisible global pandemic. It's a silent killer. Do you know what? 
unless you clean up the air, you will never resolve climate change. Do you know why? It's linked to global warming, acid rain, effects on wildlife, depletion of the ozone layer. But for me, this is personal. Eight years after Ella's death, I still visit respiratory doctors with Ella's siblings who continue to be impacted by excessive air pollution. As my children and I share a genetic link, we are equally susceptible to air pollution. The WHO recently strengthens its guidelines and the evidence shows us there is no such thing as safe levels. Every country in the world must enshrine these new WHO guidelines into law now. I'm putting them on notice. I want every government to guarantee their children the chance to live a full and healthy lives, to be able to fully and safely breathe. Breathing clean air is every child's human right. Governments have a duty of care to protect their citizens. The fight to breathe clean air is real. When I say breathe life, you say clean air is our right. Breathe life. Thank you for listening. Thank you very much.